Oh my goodness. Welcome back. This is another unfiltered episode. Um, so Haley, do you have something to ask me? Are you thriving or not thriving this week? No. Um, <laughs> I'm like right in between. If you guys remember our first season, we had our two British boys. Um, they came on from How Do You Survive Your 20s? And when they were on, one of them said that when they were in the middle, they were niving. They they were they weren't thriving. They weren't oh. not thriving. They were niving. And I think I'm niving. niving a little. Like I'm in a good mood. Love to talk to Haley. It's always good. Yeah. Life is working pretty okay. I am having terrible menstrual pains today. <laughs> that might be TMI. Oh. No, <laughs> it's okay. Everyone needs to hear it. Yeah, but you all know. So that's where I'm at. Anyway, Haley, how oh, are you? You know, right now, compared to the past couple of weeks, I am thriving. Good. My brain has like been working today. <gasps> oh my god! It gosh. let me clean and do what three loads of laundry, even though one load is still sitting in the washer. Um, I packed for my two trips already. I don't leave for another week, but like I'm fully packed like snack snack <laughs> bag packed and all shoes packed how are you gonna so live like for my the brain, next week my brain has been really focused today yeah, just <laughs> i paid all it. of my bills i um finally finished my taxes which like finished in the sense of like all i had to do was enter in my account information for where That's i wanted too my hard. refund yeah and it's been sitting as a tab on my phone for the past, you know, four months. Yeah, same. But I clicked I the button. <gasps> I finally wow. clicked the button today. Yeah. Adventures of so, ADD. <laughs> I did all the things today. Wow, I'm so proud. And it's and it's a Monday, so that means the rest of my week is just shot. <laughs> I'm starting off on a really high note. <laughs> So that means it's all downhill from here, baby. <laughs> yeah, I expended like eight hours of energy today, so. <laughs> Nothing else to give. <laughs> Not for yeah. that. I'm really proud of you, so. Thank you. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> it's so true, though. Well, I guess we can go ahead and take our quick break. <laughs> I think, I think we so might quick. need it. Welcome back. We are going to jump into definitely a very unstructured, kind of unhinged conversation here. Yes. That's definitely a hot take, but of course it comes from a TikTok. And um, I came across this TikTok that talked about how wives introduce 80% of the issues for couples to discuss in the relationship. And then they went on to say that they've never heard a girl describe, like, the guy that she's looking for is chill. So that's a really common thing for guys to say to their friends. Like, they'll say, oh, I, you know, I met this girl this other day and she was so chill. But you never hear a girl, like, we would never, I would never go up to Rainey in college and be like, oh my gosh, I hung out with this guy last night and he was just really chill. That's mm -hmm. not something that we ever say that we're looking for. Mm -mm. And a lot of the comments were talking about, like, well, why is that? And someone suggested that chill is a code for, you know, a girl 
that doesn't bother me, a girl that doesn't raise complaints, or they don't see all these little things in me that they need to change. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, mm. that just sounds toxic. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that really a compliment or are you just saying that, oh, she, well, she doesn't complain? Yeah. Yeah. She's, oh, she's just, a, she's just agreeable. She just does what I want. And like, I don't have to deal with her when I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. Like she doesn't nag me. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw something else kind of along the lines of that too. I saw a TikTok the other day that was like this girl, she asked guys to describe their girlfriends and all of the things. And she put it as like inspirational quotes. It was kind of funny, but they were all things like she's hot, <laughs> she can cook <laughs> and she's pretty like, like just, just so really shallow, almost like yeah. kind of phrases. And then she turned around and she asked the women what they thought of their boyfriends and ooh, did it make some people mad? because yeah because it was things like he makes me want to get up in the morning he's the the sunlight to my day and the moon to my night and like like these really Mm -hmm. like beautifully phrased things and it wasn't that they um that they were asked to write it like that it was just they just came up with that on their own because that's how they actually felt and so I think about kind of in relation to what you said uh when a girl comes back from a date at the end of the night if she likes the guy she'll say like he was so nice he was so sweet he did this and this and this for me and like um and I would love to see him again and like da 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 and the other guy's like she's chill <laughs> you know yeah. like Dang. I think part of the problem too is like expectations are completely different um we've talked about this a lot but like standards are in hell right now for women <laughs> like the absolute <laughs> like they are in the core of the earth it, the bar is so low and um you know you hear a woman get excited because a guy like remembered to text her back in two days <laughs> and <it's> like, yeah <laughs> and and for him the fact that she just isn't doing anything but kind of just whatever he wants like that's that's enough for him and so for us to ask for more it's like a huge problem for guys that we that we would have the audacity to ask them to do more than the bare minimum and I think that's why women's standards are so low is because guys don't want to have to do more and they don't want girls nagging or complaining that Mm -hmm. they that they that they should be doing more and so yeah of course, they're going to like the chill girl because she's the one who has standards that are just a little bit higher than the lowest bar. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like going back to that original line that this TikToker opened up with, like wives introduce 80% of the issues for couples to discuss and the relationship. And they talk about how women are um, the more evolved um, social sex for reading the environment. So saying that, you know, women are more involved evolved than men when it comes to like reading the environment and knowing the changes that need to be made Mm -hmm. and I always wonder like how that can be like taught early on like how do you teach 
your sons to be able to read the environment. And yeah. if you realize that that's not something that comes naturally to you, like what can a man do, mm-hmm. you know, to become more aware, like mm-hmm. more socially aware? Well, and women are more emotional creatures. You know, we, mm-hmm. we care, uh, we care so much about like the, the way people feel and how people are around us. And, you know, we can feel the differences in that. Whereas men are a lot more physical. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so I think you're right that it's got to be something that they have to learn how to do. But the problem is, is, is men will get pissed at a woman, right? For like not having sex with them um, Mm. because that's what they want. But then Mm. like the minute that a woman asks for a man to connect to her a little more emotionally by like talking to her at the end of the day or like getting her flowers or something, then we're asking for too much. Mm. It's a double standard. Yes. Absolutely. And yeah. so I I don't know. I think it reaches deeper than just teaching. Um, I think that can be part of it, but I think we're we're going into like systemic issues. Men are just looked at as like these elevated creatures and we're supposed to keep up to them rather than them find a way to like keep up to us too. Yeah. I'm not asking for them to do all the work and for us to do nothing. But the thing is, mm-hmm. is we are doing stuff. We are trying. We we do make sacrifices and compromise and do what we can to help out. And then the minute we ask for something in return, we're neglected because we weren't being quote unquote chill. If the two of us sat down and talked about like our friendship, mm-hmm. and if there was a change that we felt we wanted to make in our friendship, like we wouldn't have to try to, you know, use specific language and say, oh, well, I'm not doing this to hurt your feelings. I'm just saying that, you know, I, I want to improve our relationship or our friendship in this way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at least based off my experience, like you really have to like talk it up to the man and Mm -hmm. say, you know, I'm not nagging you. I'm simply saying, hey, sure, I like where we're at, but Mm -hmm. why not do something else to like improve the situation? Yeah. Yeah. Building it up. And and so I feel like everyone and some are responsive to that and then others aren't responsive because they think no matter what, if you're coming to me with a change that you would like to make, even though it's a positive change, like they just see it as nagging. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's, that's problematic. <laughs> that's yeah. not great. But the thing is, then you look at uh, ways to try and fix the issue. I know a lot of couples who will do like weekly couple meetings where they sit and talk, but those meetings are only going to be as valuable as like the willingness to talk, right? Because Mm -hmm. you can sit and have those meetings every day, but if he doesn't want to talk about his feelings or he doesn't want to talk about those things, you're not going to get anywhere. And, you know, men are raised to not talk about their emotions. Man up. Don't cry. Don't, you know, like they're, they're raised to not be emotional creatures. So even though they're born to be more physically responsive, they're, they're also not raised to, to be emotional like that. mm -hmm. And so that's why I said, I think it's a double thing where like in the home, you need to teach them how to just 
talk about things and bring up things in conversation teach your boys how to like recognize their emotions and not tell them to stop crying or stop being such a pansy Mm -hmm. and also reminding them that and I think this is okay to teach from a young age reminding them that the the people in the outside world might not feel the same they might tell those little boys not to cry or not to feel things and they need to ignore them and they need to feel their emotions and if they need to come back to you as a safe space to do that Mm -hmm. that's fine Mm -hmm. But like, that's okay to teach from a young age. You can tell them like, if somebody tells you not to cry, you don't have to listen to them. Yeah. Well, and I, that reminds me of the concept that I see a lot of women talk about, um, feeling like they carry most of like the emotional, yeah. mental load yeah. in a relationship or of like managing a household. Yeah. And like part of me fed into that for... I'd say like maybe the first year or so of marriage, Mm -hmm. but then I just decided like not to feed into it because I feel like a lot of people can kind of, I don't know, I hate to say it, but a lot of people can play into like the victim card Yeah, of saying, oh, well, I just do everything and I think about everything and everything would just fall apart if I wasn't the one planning things. Mm Then don't be the one planning things. And that's okay. It's okay. I don't ask Logan if he wants to send, you know, his parents or nephews a birthday card or a birthday present that's Mm -hmm. not on me and if I have an interest in sending my nieces or nephews a card or a present then I do that on my own I don't remind him to Mm -hmm. you know call home once a week or make sure that's not your job that's not my job so why do why is that something I need to worry about you know and I I just felt like I freed myself and I was like why am I putting all this stress like he doesn't care I don't care like why do I feel like I need to care we both don't care about certain things and so (laughs) that's okay like uh, why did I feel like I needed to do his laundry not once did he ever say he expected me to do his laundry not once did he even ask me yeah I was just like well everyone just talks about how the laundry won't get done but you know what I haven't thought about his laundry in years Mm -hmm. you know and when I'm in the mood and I have free time and I say hey like do you mind if I take care of your laundry for you obviously he loves that and he'll do the same for me but guess what I didn't have to put that emotional stress on myself or like that mental load of I have to remember when we're running out of something or I have to remember Mm -hmm. how long it's been since we've done this household chore like yeah that is so what that is I forget about it I forget about it and who cares (laughs) yeah no that is that is super cool that you like I think you're probably going to open up a lot of eyes with that last like example because I think there are a lot of women who feel the pressure specifically like you said with laundry like that they have to do it they have to be the person to do it it's like what when was that rule written who said that women have to do you don't have to like it can be equal responsibility that's fine like I I love that and you know what's interesting the majority of couples that come into counseling and I could be wrong but this was the last time I heard so don't like (laughs) quote me on this verbatim but the last time I heard the majority of couples that come in is because the woman is nagging and the man is still walling so he shuts down Mm -hmm. and doesn't say anything and Mm -hmm. then the woman feeling unheard will bug and bug more and more and more and that's what creates codependent relationships um one's chasing one's running right
right? Mm. And so, yeah. um, so it's really interesting that like, if you realize you don't kind of going back to what you were saying, but like, if you realize you don't have to put in all of the energy, like that, that's, yeah. that that's not necessarily your job. You can kind of lay off a little. And if he can recognize that he could open up more and like do a little more, I think it could create a really healthy dynamic, some backing off and put, and somebody else putting in more effort so mm-hmm. yeah. I don't have to like meal prep mm-hmm. a week in advance and go grocery shopping for everything we're gonna cook you know what if we don't decide what we're gonna eat that week we call each other on the way home we make a decision one of us stops by the store if Logan has something he wants to cook for dinner then he'll stop by on his way home or on his lunch break and vice versa like it, it's not the end of the world if I don't know what I'm eating two days from now for dinner yeah it's it's okay oh <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay. <laughs> and I feel like, I don't know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like, at least from what I've understood from your relationship, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, you and Logan always talk to each other first when there's a problem or when there's an issue. And you said, you know, sometimes you might need extra help or like just somebody to talk things out with. And so sometimes you might call me. But I will never, like, I never make the decisions. I, you know, mm-hmm. like, as a friend, I'm just there to listen. And um, and I think that's super important, too, that you go to each other first and you're and you're talking it out first and then um and not using what other people tell you as like the example of who you should be in a relationship and from our um conversation last week of my mind can already imagine like a hundred different scenarios Mm -hmm. so like even before I might present a problem or concern I've already thought through like a hundred different solutions or like (laughs) and sometimes once I like try to go through all those solutions I realize it's really not that big of a problem mm-hmm. and I've solved it on my own and it's more of just me getting caught up in my head mm, wow you know yeah. same <laughs> great <laughs> it's called anxiety it's really it's a good thing very helpful yeah very very healthy thing to have oh yes <laughs> really makes Speaking us better of, uh, healthy planning <laughs> ah what a good transition wow yeah. It's the summer. Yes. We've had a lot of uh, fun things planned that we have either done or we're getting ready to do. Mm-hmm. So, Rainy, let's talk about vacations. Yes, this is going to feel like a complete 180 from our last topic, but that's what these episodes <laughs> do. We just yeah. bounce around. But yes, vacations. So we kind of wanted to talk to you guys about just like vacation tips, where we've traveled, where we want to go, experiences. Um, Haley is going to Disney. So at some point we will also talk about my experience with that and I'll give her some tips on that. Um, just kind of everything in general. So I thought it would be kind of interesting if like, we almost look at it in like a chronological order as we talk to the audience about it. But, um, I thought maybe we could start off with just like your experience, uh, packing, planning, like all of those kinds of things. Um, you know, going through the airport, driving, whatever, like all of the, all of those things, just the preparation portion. And then we can kind of get into the other stuff in a minute. 
Um, so kind of some things that I've learned, some, some helpful tips, I guess, is first you can do, uh, which I did not know this. I just learned this. Um, there's a TSA, like free check security check. Mm. You have to, I think you have to get like fingerprinted and stuff in order to do it, like get a background check. Mm -hmm. But if you do it, you can set it up on your phone and then you get to skip security at at airports. Like you don't, I don't think you get to completely skip security, but you get to skip like the big line and you get like, you, you get in so fast. I would have loved that in Denver, but I did not have that option. And then, um, and then another thing, um, they also have like check-in, like your boarding pass and stuff. You can have it on your phone, which is, Mm -hmm. it's just really great. Your phone is just like so amazing in so many ways. And that's (laughs) another reason it is, is because you can like board really easily. Um, another one is when you're packing your bag, um, roll your your clothes, don't fold them. It saves room roll your clothes. Mm-hmm. Roll um, uh, one thing that I've started doing, which I don't know, you guys might be interested in this. You might not. My suitcase, my, my biggest suitcase and most suitcases have this, there's like a netting compartment on the inside of your suitcase. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what I'll do is I'll pack my shoes in that, but make sure there's still a little bit of room left over. And then I put my dirty clothes in the netting with the shoes. Cause they're already dirty. And then oh. it kind of keeps the rest of my clothes and things clean. So I always put things right there and then I'll put, yeah. And then I'll put like any, any sort of liquids that could explode or whatever. I'll put them all in like the same Ziploc bag because then I can just wash them all at once instead of having to like go through all the bags and, mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't waste as many bags. Um, When it comes to using your phone, I started doing that back in college, checking in on my phone because I, and I noticed that I'm like one of the only people to do this on flights, but my carry-on, I pack that baby tight. Like I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I will fully load that thing. Mm-hmm. And I've seen so many people run into the problem of having to actually physically check in at the airport and you know, before they go through security and everything. And an agent will tell them, oh, well, I need to see your carry-on bag fit through our little thing here. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't fit, they force them to pay. Mm-hmm. If you're checking in on your phone and you go through security, not a soul is looking at the size of your carry-on. Mm-hmm. Even if technically like it measures out fine, but it won't fit in that little slot that they make you do, you know, they make you put it in beforehand. Mm-hmm. No one looks at your bag. Nope. Um, no one looks at whether your ticket actually covers a carry-on mm-hmm. for most airlines. And if it's too full, then they will check your bag for free at your gate. Mm-hmm. And I do that every single time I travel. I have no idea idea if any of my tickets ever include a Mm carry-on but I take one every single time Mm -hmm. because they don't look security no one looks no one cares yep no one. And if you can try and get all of your stuff to fit on your carry on, sometimes yeah. that can save you 50 bucks. If you're only I mean, going to go for a weekend or something, you can take yeah. in your side bag and your carry on. Even like when I travel, I just traveled for a week on a mm-hmm. carry on because I am traumatized. A couple years ago, I traveled with, I have a like colorful ribbon and I have a luggage tag with my picture on it, name, phone number, everything. Super mm-hmm. cute. And I had to have my carry on bag checked at the gate 
And then it was one where it didn't check it to my final destination. It just checked it. And then I would get it right as we got off the plane. Mm-hmm. And a woman took my carry-on. <gasps> like, thought that it was hers. Oh. And so I was in a full panic because, yeah. you know, I stood there and waited. And finally, she came back to the gate to, you know, get hers when she realized that she got the wrong one. Mm-hmm. But ever since then, now, if they try to give me a thing and they try to check it and it's not just going to my final destination and they're going to try and you know unload it and give it to people on the way out I rip that tag off and I take it onto the plane with me (laughs) and I just load it onto the plane that's so smart (laughs) (laughs) you know because sometimes they'll say okay we only have spot you know five more spots left and everyone Mm -hmm. else has to check theirs I rip that thing off now Mm -hmm. and I'm like heck no like you are not leaving my site (laughs) this is my bag (laughs) yeah yeah this is my bag so just know that you can do that. I mean, yeah. another there was thing, room for it. <laughs> another thing you can do, which I don't think people have ever thought, like, I think some people have thought of this, but like not everyone, right? Neck pillows, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. You don't have to just use neck pillows when you travel. I take my full on pillow. I'm yeah. like a princess in the pee moment. I can't travel without yeah. like my normal pillow. I take it with me. You can take your full pillow or... Where I would like what I was thinking, um, I use my neck pillow at home. Like when I'm laying down in bed and like Uh I'm just sitting up, I can just I put it around my neck and it holds my neck up better. Like in my bed, like if I'm watching a movie or something, your neck stays up so much better. It makes it it's a lot more comfortable for if you're reading or I keep my neck pillow on my bed at all times. I don't just like store it away for for traveling. So use your neck pillow. Like it's got multiple options, but also your regular pillow is great. And that's a good resource. Um, especially if you're doing like a road trip, you can shove like Mm. a blanket and like all of your activities and stuff or whatever. You can put that all in like one pillow. You don't even have to take like a second bag if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. And whenever I travel with my pillow, I always Mm -hmm. put two pillowcases on it. That way, since I know it has to go through security, sometimes I'll just put it in my Mm carry-on. But if I'm traveling with someone and I know they can kind of like help me hold stuff and I want to use it on the the plane, then I will just put an extra pillowcase over it so that when it goes (gasps) through security and it's around all the germs, you know, it can get gross. But then when I actually want to use it, I take, you know the gross went off. Oh, wow. And I have a clean one underneath. Never thought about that. That's so smart. What? Yeah. I'm a germaphobe. (laughs) That's amazing. You know what else is something that I learned that I had no idea about? It's interesting because I thought you couldn't bring food onto the plane because you couldn't bring liquids onto the plane. Mm -hmm. But like, I found out that you can actually bring outside snacks. So I've been out here spending so much money on snacks for airplane rides when I never had to the only thing that security will kind of freak out on is if it's like in a ziploc bag or something it needs to be like a sealed candy but you can go to the dollar store and get like tons of sealed snacks and not have to pay for them and like I I'm I'm honestly I feel like I am personally victimized by this because I spent (laughs) so much money in the Florida airports and stuff just like like all of the airports that we went to to get to Florida Mm -hmm. I now I'm like wow I lost $50 when I could have only lost five you know it's crazy so 
Although I will, I'll do that where I'll pack my own snacks, but of course I go back through and I like talk myself into spending like $15 (laughs) on on more snacks and then I fall asleep on the flight and like I don't even eat any of it. So yeah, yeah. That's the other part too. I always pack way more food than I ever needed to, or like I'll buy way more food. And so it's so funny because I don't know if you notice this, but at the beginning and end of every vacation, mm-hmm. you always have like leftover snacks from the first day. Like, let's say I bought some peach rings. I definitely still have that bag with like two peach rings left Yeah, at I'm the like, end of the vacation. I can still see my like snack bag in my backpack yeah. from traveling last week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, I never actually eat all of these things. No. Why am I overpacking? <laughs> what am I doing? You just like I act- romanticize yeah. snack buying in the airport. <laughs> I literally act like I'm going to go into starvation while I'm there. <laughs> like that's not going to happen. Even, well, and then this kind of brings me on to the next thing. But like um, one of the things my mom and I did was we we bought groceries. We stayed in, at an Airbnb mm-hmm. um, and um and we went and bought groceries because we wanted to like make lunches and stuff through mm-hmm. like through the week. And so the way that we planned it, actually, let me let me reward this the way that we planned it was so that we could have breakfast at the condo and we would bring our snacks because we could bring them into the parks. And then we would just eat one big meal at each park that we went to the, for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, we would choose like a different because we wanted to go to like some of the fun restaurants and stuff at the parks. It's part of the experience. Yeah. So that's what that was the plan. But I was never hungry right when I woke up, which I knew I wouldn't be. Mm. I've never been hungry when I woke up. I don't know why I thought being in a different climate two hours away would completely change the way that my my biological system works, but Mm -hmm. I thought it would. So I bought way too much food for breakfast and we had to like throw some of it away. And then the snacks I bought, I bought snacks that I knew I wasn't like, I was like, maybe I'll eat that. Like that might be good while I'm at the park. And then I got into the park and I looked at it and I was like, I don't want peanuts right now. I want a pretzel. <laughs> I was like, I want a churro. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound good. And then um, and then dinner time, I was never hungry because I had eaten so much crap in the park because that's where I spent all my money. It was on food. Yeah. <laughs> the park because I still <sighs> ate there anyway. It was like no matter how much we actually prepped for it, it still did not change. Mm -hmm. my cravings and the way that I functioned while we were at these parks. I mean, that's good to know though, because I've been trying to figure out like, if there are so many food options in Disney and all the other parks around the area that I'm Mm -hmm. like, huh, what should I do? So we have one scheduled dinner Mm -hmm. and then everything else is just like, I know the things that I want to try, like the snacks, (laughs) but I think we're just kind of going to go the route of snack every couple hours and... (laughs) try all of the things because it's a good idea well and so this kind of this is a really good like transition into like Disney and kind of some of the stuff that I learned yeah um so the first thing is you will notice a lot of the food stands at like it's Disney right so basically any of the food stands you find in one park you're gonna find in the other parks like that's they don't really change up a lot of the food um universal it's it's kind of the same deal but different foods right like Mm. you're gonna find the same things around the Mm -hmm. park but it's 
different <laughs> um, than than Disney. Mm -hmm. And then, so for Universal and for Disney World, I'm going to turn you on to this because it is the best thing I've ever experienced. They have two apps. They've got a Universal app and a Disney Genie yes, app. I've Do you have that. those apps? Yes. Okay. I haven't looked at them since I downloaded them, but yes. So the Genie app is incredible, but you do have to pay a little bit extra for a Genie pass. Mm -hmm. But what it does is um, it has all of the restaurants and menus on there. It has maps of the park, which I thought that the, my phone was going to be slow while I was at the park. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be able to get the maps and stuff. No, it works so fast. And like oh. Disney has Wi-Fi all around the park. Oh, that's nice. I, which was unexpected. I, I had no that. idea. Yeah. That was great. And so <laughs> it works. Yeah. My phone worked just fine like through the whole parks. I was on Snapchat That's and Facebook, like I had no problems. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, and then they also have passed the genie pass. Um, like, so the genie pass kind of acts like fast passes, yeah. except the way that they do it is kind of, mm, it's not, it doesn't make me super happy, but <laughs> so you can plan for a ride. So you're, you would plan for which ride you want to get on. And then you can go and stand in line and wait to get on that ride. Like mm -hmm. you can ride other rides in the meantime, and then you get on that ride. And then once, once you've gotten on that ride, you can, um, plan for, for like the, the next, next ride. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what you do when you use the fast pass, this is important. Stick with me, okay. but they have two stands that you have to check your phone into they've got the first one that you show the the disney pass on and then you kind of walk through and then there's going to be a second stand once you get past that second stand you can get on your phone and plan for your next ride so you don't even have to finish oh, okay. riding the ride all the way through before you can mm -hmm. you can like hurry and schedule for the next one okay. that way you're you're still killing some time in between mm -hmm. the other thing is i would go onto the maps and look at the rides like it, even in the other parks. So let's say you're in animal kingdom, but yeah. then you're going to go to, to magic kingdom. The next day, you're going to get on your phone. You're going to look at the rides for um, mm. magic kingdom uh -huh. and see what the waiting times are on those. Mm. That way you can plan for the next day. What rides That's smart. you're going to use that pass for, right? Yeah. So you've already got them listed. You're like, okay, I know for sure. I'm going to use it for thunder mountain and mm -hmm. rail or our, and Splash Mountain and like whatever other rides. Yeah. And then what you can do is you can work in kind of like a circle around the park. All the, mm -hmm. all the parks are shaped in a circle. So you can yeah. walk in just like a clean circle around it. Um, and so you pick maybe like the biggest ride that's right there. And then you ride all the other little rides in between in that, that area where that big ride is. Mm -hmm. Then you get on the big ride, you plan for the next ride in the next area, mm -hmm. okay. move up to the next area and yeah. then ride all the little rides around that one and so on and so forth. And you will get through the entire park in one day. We, that's how we did it. And we got through yeah. all of them and we got to ride every ride we wanted to, except for one, cause it kept breaking down. Uh -huh. Um, and then nice. in one of the parks, there's two big rides right next to each other. Mm -hmm. um, so what we did was we chose one and we rode that one during the day. Mm -hmm. And then once we looped all the way back around, we used that last one for our last ride of the day. Okay. In the same area of the park because we had yeah. made a full circle back to it. 
And so, so we didn't wait again for it and stay in that area. We weren't stuck to that area. We just made all the way around and then came back to that one. Okay. Uh huh. And then, um, let's see what else. Um, oh, another thing that's important about the genie pass. I'm actually really glad that like, as much as it kind of sucked, I'm glad that I experienced this. We had planned for a different ride and we got in line on a different one. Mm -hmm. And while we were waiting, that ride broke down and we were stuck because the line is like, you, a lot of the lines you're like in caves and stuff and you can't really get out. Yeah. It's kind of weird. You're like trapped. If you're claustrophobic, (laughs) you're not going to have a good time. I'm just telling you that. Hmm. But like, so you're kind of just in these like caves. And, um, and so this one, we were in the same thing. We could not get out like no matter what. And, um, and so by the time we actually like made it to the ride, we like missed our other one. There was no way we were were going to get to it. Yeah. So we talked to the park guides and they were like, Oh, that happens a lot. Like it's totally fine. As long as you like, just take a screenshot that says that you're going to be there and they let you write in if you had already planned for it. Uh So like if you plan for the genie ride and you get stuck on another ride, they're so accommodating and they'll let you get on like the next ride. So don't worry about that either. Like, obviously don't make a habit of it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. But if it happens, yeah. yeah, yeah. But if it's unintentional, like that's really nice too, because we were panicking that mm-hmm. we weren't going to be able to ride this ride. And then like, we still got on and they let us, they let oh. us through the fast lane oh, and those nice. fast lanes are beautiful and wonderful. Really? Yes. Some of the fast lanes, um, there's about two or three rides, if I can remember right, that you had to pay extra to get into the fast lane. Yeah. Okay. And so that is one where you may want to just plan to just stand in line and wait, mm-hmm. which sucks. And cause one of them is actually like a really long line. Yeah. I don't know why they don't have a fast line for it besides a paid one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that may be something you want to plan out too. That's what I was um, thinking. Cause I think our biggest ride is going to be, um, what is it? Rise of the resistance. That's what it's called. The star oh, Wars one. Star Wars. Yeah. And I think one of those, either that's, that one that's or another one. Yeah. Either yeah. that one or another one is a paid one. So we're like, okay, like we yeah. can justify like the biggest ride that we want to do. If it's is like Hollywood, an extra paid. Is that part of mm-hmm. Disney though? I don't think that's part that of Disney. That one, that one is part of Disney. Okay. We decided okay. not to do universal to do harry okay. potter this time we decided that's to do- a s- yeah mm. three days um, of disney <laughs> i know I, I, well, I guys i think the podcast is over i'm gonna have to hang up i just like <laughs> it was frustrating to see that universal you had to pay for two separate tickets to see everything that harry potter yeah had and i was like yeah. oh my gosh that would and then like knowing my spending habits, like mm-hmm. one of the parks, I would just want to go and see the shops. But like, if I spent that much money having access to it, like I would feel the need to like justify it by spending mm-hmm. more money. Cause I'm like, well, I paid this much to get in. Like yeah. I have to buy something. And I was like, no, that's just going to be an extra day of like extra spending. Yeah. That. I will say, <sighs> yeah, I, I'm going to give, I'm going to, um, fix a common misconception because I had the same one before I went to Harry Potter world. Yeah. Um the common misconception is that you need two days to get through both parks. Oh yeah. See I don't think you don't 
You don't, you can actually get through the, you do need two days to get like, like, sorry, through both parts of Harry Potter world. Now, if you want to do universal altogether, including Harry Potter world, you're probably, I mean, we went the full two days and we still didn't get to see everything. everything universal. So no shade to Disney, no tea, no shade, right? <laughs> Disney is very much a kiddie land. Like, oh yeah, you can feel it. You can sense it. Every ride is very calm and just mm-hmm. soft. It's, there's not really a lot of like, even their biggest rides aren't that scary no. at all. Um, Universal <laughs> is on crack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those rides were so scary. Really? <laughs> Some of them were really freaky. Yeah. See, I love roller coasters, and but Logan does I do not. too. I do too. And I didn't even get to ride one of them. It was the Hulk ride, which looks so fun and so, uh-huh. so scary. Um, And so with Universal, that one, like... As much as I love Disney, I would honestly go back to Universal first. Yeah. Um, not just because of Harry Potter World. I mean, obviously, but like because just the park itself is very elevated. It feels more, it feels a lot more like an adult roller coaster yes. park. Like all of the rides are pretty scary and like really thriller, fun rides. Logan is gonna have a great time at Disney yeah. <laughs> because it is just <laughs> chill every ride you're just like sitting in a boat looking at animatronics like (laughs) yeah like he he's never been to disney world i've been to disney world like if like three or four times but now it's been like 10 years we used to go every you know two or three years growing up but he's never been so we're like okay we're gonna get like the experience uh you know he loves his star wars so like that's a full day for him to just oh yeah you know enjoy it all and then and he I love Winnie the just Pooh. like I did yeah. and I love I going a selfie with Winnie the Pooh yeah. last time and you I love that. like going and seeing his house and like taking pictures yeah. so like I just want to be you know a kid for for a week and yeah <laughs> It was really fun. I I got I got a really cute selfie with him. He was outside catching butterflies and he came up I by saw- a tree and I was like, Winnie, can I get a selfie? And he like took a picture with me. Oh my gosh. It was really I, great. I just saw a TikTok of him catching butterflies last night. Yeah. And it was just like yeah. the cutest, most wholesome. It's thing. really cute. <laughs> it is it is super wholesome. It's a really good time. Yeah. So <laughs> but so yeah, I think I think Logan's gonna be just fine like the the rides are just super there's not Mm -hmm. I will say um if you deal with motion sickness at all in either universal disney whatever um just be careful uh my mom used to never have motion sickness and she Mm -hmm. started to get it and a lot of the rides are like 3d and so um, it can like make you feel a little squeezy if you're mm-hmm. not careful. So make sure you bring some like nausea pills if yeah. you do get oh my motion gosh. sickness. Wait, I have to ask you if mm-hmm. the Lilo and Stitch thing is still there. I mean, not. Uh, I don't. I don't oh know. I did. I did see Stitch the character who i was there he was outside (laughs) taking pictures and i i i saw some some 
guys guys being dudes with stitch Um, yeah but (laughs) i I didn't i don't know they used to have like a i guess you would call it like a 4d experience and i'm still traumatized oh like scary (laughs) you would go into the building and it was like a uh simulation of you like sitting around like a rocket ship type thing Mm -hmm. and then the idea is that like all of a sudden like your ship goes down or something and then stitch like breaks loose so they show stitch like in the middle and then like the lights go off it is pitch black pitch black And then it has, like, the, like, sensory things around your seat. So it was, like, blowing out, like, moist air down your neck. Like, Stitch was, like, (laughs) breathing on you. And I had, like, a full-on panic attack. (laughs) And I went as a little kid. I was, like, seven or eight years old. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. Are they allowed to touch me? Like, are they going to have something that, like, comes down and pretend? Oh, my gosh. And it was pitch. It was pitch black. I could not even see the person sitting next to me. They do have 4D (laughs) experiences like that where you sit in the seat and you can feel things. I'm like, I've done the The, Bugs Life, which is like very wholesome, you know, and they make it smell and that's fun. And that's what I thought it was. And then the lights went out and I did not, (laughs) I did not enjoy it. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't even do it today. Oh, no. No, um, I don't remember that. I don't think that's there. And by the way, Haley, all roller coasters are optional. So like, you don't have to go on it again. But um, they do have, so the thing is, they change, like they still have the same rides, but they changed them. So like the Bugs Life, that 4D mm-hmm. experience, they changed some of that because mm. um, I went in seventh grade and then I went this last time and yeah. that, that was different. Um, the Yeti ride or whatever, like yeah. that one's a little different. Okay. Um, there's one in Epcot where you get a like the, the test track one, they changed <laughs> that one completely from the last time I went, which kind of sucked because it was like really fun the first mm-hmm. it wasn't as fun this last time mm-hmm. um so they did change a lot of things yeah um so that's that's probably I don't know I I don't know what your experience is going to be like I still enjoyed no, it like don't get me wrong yeah. I had a I had a wonderful time it was so fun yeah. they just changed a lot mm-hmm. um I have to tell you though the yes. the best thing the best thing about those parks i will i will go to the grave saying this is their unlimited popcorn oh, you were telling <laughs> me about that. i love popcorn mm. i'm glad oh, you said is... that again because i forgot i i was i will remind you every day if you okay. need me to um <laughs> it is so good it is so addicting that i don't know what they put I don't know what is going on with that popcorn. It is so good. And it is a little, it's a little spendy, but honestly, super worth it. Like I didn't need any other snacks. And that's probably yeah. why oh, it was probably because okay. I spilled up on that stupid popcorn. <laughs> well, that's good. Like one day that could be, yeah. you know, my, once I've tried all the other snacks, like the yeah. last park we go to can just be, popcorn. I more than that, get, get the bucket the first day because okay. then 
you can refill it as needed so you can still try the other snacks along the way but like you always have popcorn too if you need it because you are going to need it once you try it yeah (laughs) it's going to become a necessity Mm -hmm. um (laughs) it's like I think the bucket is like 13 and then mm-hmm. you pay two dollars for every refill, but oh. that's to be expected because everything yeah. is super expensive there. Yeah. Um, but like, oh my gosh, what I would give to go back really? just for that popcorn. Oh gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> it was so good. Um, if you can just send me some in the mail, that would be great. Just send me a few. Yeah. Pills, you well, know, like <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking now, and the next time I think the next time that we record will be after yeah. my trip. Yeah, I think so. So we can we can discuss all about the popcorn. Yeah. But I am still like my heart (laughs) is still broken. You're not going to Universal. I that like I know I think that'll like if we do it, that'll be another trip on its own. Bring me and like we have a really big amusement park like an hour from my house. And I go every summer. Logan hasn't been able to go yet just because of work. But, like, I get all of my big thrill rides there that I love. Yeah. But I do want to do Universal because so many people have talked about the big rides. So I'm like, and okay, if you this go... week will be, like, more chill vacation. And then, like, the next time we go, like, we've yeah. already done the kitty, cutesy, you know, we've seen Disney and everything. Yeah. Then it can be all fun. And bring me. <laughs> yes. No, especially since you love big rides. Oh, my gosh. I would ride every one of them with you. Like okay. 10 times. I would. I would. And, um, but just so you know, like, we will spend an unnecessary amount of time in the Harry Potter. <laughs> See, and I'm okay with that. I was just like, if I'm spending a week and it's Logan's first time, yeah. I was like, I can live with like another yeah. year without seeing it. Mm-hmm. And he loves Harry- he loves Star Wars more than I love like Harry Potter. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you get, we'll let you do it. Yeah. Well, he can have that, but we'll have Harry Potter. Yeah. And (laughs) the, the best part too, um, just for anybody planning on going to universal to Harry Potter world in the next little bit. Um, and for you to know Haley is like, it's, it's so cool because they include things from the movies and the books. And so like to finish reading the book. Yeah. Yeah. You should, because it's like it's super cool because there's like little things that like if you hadn't read the books you probably wouldn't know what it was Mm -hmm. and so it's just cool like going through and being like oh my gosh that's from the books but that's from the movies like they incorporated both which I think was really clever and like um if you if I go with you I can just like show you everything i'll give you the grand tour i'll be like this is this and this is from this and this is like i will be the ultimate tour guide it would be wonderful (laughs) um on the rides they have like little hidden like easter eggs and stuff from the books and movies Mm -hmm. and it's it's really cool it is so cool it feels like you're just expanding the the whole world you already knew um so yeah wonderful wonderful place to be yeah um so, you know, um, outside of, outside of Disney of that, and Universal, yeah. and then this park that you went to, where are some other places that you've traveled to? Um, I do like an annual beach trip with my family every year. Luckily, I'm only like four hours from the beach. So I do that every year. Um, mm-hmm. I've been on a couple of cruises and I will say 
that I know that people, some people don't like Carnival, but I have loved every Carnival cruise I've been on. Oh, like, interesting. Some people don't like it because they say it's more of like a party cruise yeah. line. But so Spirit like, Airlines. Like, I like, like, the Cruises. party element of it. Like, I like that there are younger people on it. I like yeah. that everyone that is very really social. And, like, my family is very social. So, like, that works yeah. for us. Whereas, like, yeah. on my honeymoon, we did Royal Caribbean. And, I mean, yes, the people there were, like, more mature. But, like, they didn't have the big, like, parties every night out on the deck. Oh, that would have been more fun. Yeah. Like, we didn't meet people. And, like, it was just so big. And the food was not good. The dinner food. Yeah. Like, at this nice restaurant that was included. Delicious. The Caribbean rolls. Like, yeah, I could eat 20 of those baskets of rolls. But just, like, their breakfast and lunch. And I'm a breakfast person. Like, I love a hotel breakfast. Yeah. (laughs) Give me a waffle maker and I'm happy. And I, oh my gosh. Like, I think most mornings, like, I didn't even want breakfast. There. Oh, really? Like, I don't know. I just, I'm, I don't know. I just was not impressed. But, oh, my gosh, Carnival, their food is delicious. Oh, or, like, the unlimited wow. ice cream. Yeah. On Carnival, it's just an ice cream machine. You go when you want. They also have hot chocolate 24-7. Yeah. like, mm-hmm. I am a hot chocolate girly. Yeah, same, same, <laughs> but same. Royal Caribbean, it would be like, we have the ice cream machine open from 11 to 3 p.m. And then it's going to close for 45 minutes. And then it's going to be open for 20 minutes. And then it's going to close for... um. 13 minutes and then it's going to be open for like an hour and five minutes and then it'll close right before (laughs) everyone goes to dinner and it's not open again until like the next day hello (laughs) (laughs) there were like two machines like right next to each other and that was it. Yeah. And I was so like, like a rip off. Weird. It's not <laughs> like, oh, it's, you know, late night. I just finished dinner. Or I've been hanging out. Mm-hmm. And I just want a little bit of ice cream. No, it was just close. I'm like, well, that's oh, lame. It's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A little weird well, things like that. <laughs> it's interesting because I've only been on Caribbean. Um, mm-hmm. My next one I'm going on because I've been on two as well. Um, My next one I'm going on is also Caribbean. And so, but like my mom had the same stigma of like that carnival is just this party cruise or whatever. And she's yeah. very like introverted, just like kind of to herself. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably why we keep going on this one. And that, the but family I am members, not. Yeah. The family members that recommended Royal yeah. Caribbean are the same thing. They're like, oh, yep. you'll love it because it's just so quiet. It's and so quiet. Everybody you know, just to themselves. to themselves. But I will and I'm say- like, no, I want to get lit. Yes. <laughs> like, every night oh my gosh i will say though like entertainment on royal caribbean was incredible mama mia was the show phenomenal (gasps) phenomenal i loved it and yeah the comedians yeah they're good oh my gosh they were so good so i really so funny like i love the entertainment love the staff it was just like the food and the weird schedules that i was like nah not about it i would yeah yeah, i would prefer yeah What, I like the um, trashy party environment. Yeah, I know what? Where we belong, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've even thought about like uh, I I just never get invited to these places, but honestly, even though I don't drink, I would totally go to a club. Like 
yeah hands out I just don't know any clubs around here but I would go there and I would just have the time of my life drinking my Shirley Temple like you know (laughs) (laughs) I'd be a party animal so (laughs) we we went to they had on the Caribbean they did have a couple like silent discos um I don't know if you've been to those never actually been to one that that was fun yeah you put it's again it really does uh fit the royal caribbean environment of being quiet though because you (laughs) put everyone has their headphones on on. yeah but it's so funny because everybody's dancing and singing out loud like you sing as loud as you can Uh the top of your lungs so then you take your headphones off and everyone's singing terribly and dancing to their own song and there's two stations on the headphones Um. so people are listening to two different songs at the same time and they're all just screaming and dancing and and it is like the funniest thing because some people think that they're actually like really good yeah very. and then other people are just getting into it you know so yeah we you like me and you or whoever like we need to definitely go to a a silent disco or at least you do because it is it is so good it's so fun (sighs) what um what islands did you go to when you were on your cruises oh gosh I one cruise I did was eastern caribbean the other one was western caribbean and then my honeymoon was like another like one or the other so we ended up Mm -hmm. going to like other stops that I had already like been to which was nice because Mm -hmm. I love shopping so like I knew exactly what I wanted to do (laughs) on those ports um Oh my so gosh. Like, like Cozumel. Or... Okay. I think I did one. Yeah. One of them one time at the, yeah, Bahamas, um, San Juan, Labadee, I think Haiti. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Sounds like we went to the same places. Yeah. Cause I went to Cozumel and Labadee and, um, uh, Roatan, Honduras. Um, I've been to mm-hmm. Jamaica and, oh gosh yeah so haiti jamaica mexico honduras i have not been the next one we're going to um the one place i haven't been yet is the bahamas so we're gonna go there which i'm really excited it's this giant water park that they have there that we're gonna go to all day which i you know me i am like the biggest water stand on the face of this planet i'm pretty sure i was a mermaid in a past life like my gosh i'm so excited and then we get to go to jamaica again which i've been wanting to do for so long yeah so yeah i'm i'm super pumped we did um in the dominican we did this tour and it was the 27 waterfalls Mm -hmm. of i can't even pronounce what the city was (laughs) (laughs) but you like you hike to the very like top of this mountain and you Uh start at like the top waterfall and you jump in and then you jump into the water so you like jump over the waterfall and then you swim and then it like takes you to the next waterfall and then you jump and you like swim and you get to go down. We That's like wild. some of the tours will take you on like, I think eight of the waterfalls, but we did it outside of the cruise line. Mm-hmm. Like we booked on our own and that took mm-hmm. us through like 12 or 15 of them. And oh wow, gosh, it was so fun. We did, we did kind of the, the reverse of that in Jamaica mm-hmm. where we hiked up a waterfall so you wore water shoes and you went uh-huh. up it which was like really oh, cool yeah cool. yeah oh, 
So uh, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm kind of hoping to get to do again. It's like the exact opposite. We were jumping down. We were going up, but yeah. like, <laughs> it was still super cool. <sighs> yeah. And then, um, I'm trying to remember other places I've been to. So I've been on those two cruises and then I've also been to, um, several States like Florida, California, mm-hmm. Utah, like all, yeah. all over. I've never been to Canada and like, I've been to Canada. Well, Niagara falls. So like we went over, Yeah, but that's it. Like, I really want to go to New York. I think that's other state. I really want to go to New York City. I've only been, I went when I was like seven or eight. Yeah. I'd like to go again. Yeah. Niagara Falls was really cool though. I want to see some plays. That's what I, that's what I do. I am a play stand. I would see every, I, I have like six or seven in my head. I would love to go see, uh, um, including the top one as of right now is Anastasia. I want to see that oh as a play. Oh my God. That would be wonderful. I definitely, I would love to go to New York and um and see plays, but like outside of podcast talk, we'll have to talk about if you've heard about the whole Leah Michelle and Funny Girl. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. We will. (laughs) I also, I also um think it would be fun to talk about like some of our dream destinations and stuff at some other point too maybe yeah. that can be something we talk about in yeah. a bit but I could talk anyway about um forever <laughs> yes why don't we close off with this because we are running out of time guys so yeah. sorry about that this has been a really really fun episode I've really enjoyed it um but why don't we close off with Haley, tell me the number one place in the world you want to travel to and then I will tell you yours and then we can close out or tell you I will tell you mine and then we can close out (laughs) okay um I have always wanted to do a safari ride okay sick that is so cool yeah (laughs) um my great aunt just did one of those um and then I would love to go to Greece that's my 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 top one yes yeah sister of the traveling pants you know oh my gosh I take it all back I know. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want to go so bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, All right. Well, this was good. This was yeah. Good. We uh, we are taking what two week two week break. I think. Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, a couple weeks. But uh, we'll keep up with everyone on socials and keep submitting mm-hmm. ideas. If you want to be a guest, let us know. Submit questions. questions. We've got a Q and A coming up, and I will make sure to post about that too on our, our stories. Mm-hmm. So you guys know to submit some more questions. Yeah. Other than okay. that, happy hashtag not thriving Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Have we'll a good talk one. To you guys later. Bye.